Hi friends, it's me Jennifer Jade and you're listening to The Soul Adventurer, your number one spiritual growth podcast to bring you even further into your greatness. I believe every soul in human form is on a soul adventure, but only some will make the most of it. This podcast is for anyone that desires to awaken, align, and inspire others through journeying to become their best self. If that's you, welcome. You're in the right place, and this is where you belong. Are you ready for today's soul adventure? Then let's begin. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Soul Adventurer podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Jade. I help women to uncover and live their purpose full time through my one-on-one coaching, my online course called the Awakener Certification, my live events and retreats. I'm super excited for today's episode. At the time I'm recording this, we're heading into the Christmas season where a lot of us will be heading home and spending time with family. But these three tips that I'm going to share with you are useful for any time you're having a family gathering, a dinner, a, you know, it's Easter, it's Thanksgiving, it's whenever there's going to be a gathering of family, especially around family that you may find to be a bit draining at times. It doesn't mean you don't love them. It doesn't mean they're bad people or you're bad people. It's just, uh, I can't tell you how many clients I've had ask me for tips around keeping their energy up when it comes time to spending time with family. So it's totally normal. You're not alone if you're feeling this way. Please do not feel bad. You're not a terrible person. It's normal for all of us. And I absolutely do have three spiritual tips for keeping your energy up when spending time with family. So let's start out with the number one thing that helped me out the most. In fact, all of these three things working together has been what's helped me the absolute most. But this does stand out to me. I remember a time when I would go walk around the local mall and, you know, it's a a relatively small town. It's not that big of a, well, I guess it's starting to become a bigger city. But anyway, this isn't some mega mall or anything like that. It's just, you know, your typical mall. I would go do a loop around this mall and I was physically fit. I was working out regularly you know I was pretty active and yet doing one lap around this mall I would be totally zapped by the time I got home and I only lived a few minutes away driving so I would drive home it's not like I was walking half an hour there and back or anything like that Uh, it was simply from doing this one lap at a leisurely pace around the mall I would be so drained of energy And it really mystified me. I could not understand how someone who can go do high intensity interval training for half an hour or 45 minutes of steady state or lift weights for an hour at the gym, that's what I was doing at the time, couldn't do one lap around a mall without feeling exhausted for the rest of the day. It made no sense to me. 
I found that the same thing would happen if I was standing in line at a bank, which I used to do at the end of the month every month. I'd stand in line waiting at the bank and I'd find that by the end of the 20 minutes that I was so zapped and tired and all I was doing was standing in line for 20 minutes. I found the same when I was sitting in doctor's offices waiting for my checkup feel exhausted from just sitting there for 20 minutes, half an hour. Other places I wouldn't feel that at all. So I couldn't understand what was happening and I started to clue in that maybe it wasn't my physical energy that was being drained, but perhaps it was something different. Around this time, as I was seeking this guidance, as they say, when the student is ready, the teacher appears, I started to receive guidance on how to cleanse my energy. So I found a way to start doing this every morning. In fact, I heard, I believe it was Marianne Williamson, but I I hope it wasn't, I hope I'm not misquoting, but I went to this Hay House convention in 2012 and I remember taking down the note, I believe it was from Marianne Williamson that said, Showering off yesterday's energy is more important than showering off yesterday's dirt every morning. And at the time, I didn't get it. I didn't know what she meant by that. I wasn't really sure. But it started coming to mind as I was starting to realize how lethargic I would feel after going to certain places. So I developed a way to start cleansing my energy every single morning in a quick, simple, easy way. I developed something called the morning ritual recording. And in this recording, I actually do a few things within a few minutes. I cleanse my energy. I open my chakras and get them balanced and flowing for the day. I connect to source, I set my intention for the day, and I protect my energy and I ground myself. All of these things are actually very important to do, especially if you're a sensitive person, meaning you're sensitive to other people's energies. Um, Doing this on a daily basis is so much more powerful and effective than walking walking around, waiting till you're absolutely filthy, muddy, bogged down in other people's energy before you find a way to do something about it. And that's how many of us live. We wait until we're so exhausted and drained and depleted to then try and figure out what's happening. And sometimes some of us will wait until we develop an illness of some kind, a dis-ease in the body. Have you ever seen those two words in the word disease is dis-ease. The body never lies to us. It is always guiding us in taking better care of ourselves and guiding us to our highest and best interest, whatever that may be, and being honest with us at all times. So... I went ahead and developed this morning ritual recording and it changed my life from that moment forward. 
I found that I could now go to the mall without being depleted of energy. I could go to the bank. I could go to the doctor's offices and I would not feel that zapped, drained feeling that I used to feel before. And I started taking this practice with me to other areas of my life that maybe I was starting to feel a bit drained or depleted, maybe at big family gatherings. Maybe when I was hosting events and I was having to use up a lot of my own energy or I was going to places that would be densely populated. Maybe it's concerts or um, festivities or parades or anything like that. We're going to be around a lot of people. It is especially important to cleanse your energy. Um, Ideally daily, but especially in those situations. So for anyone listening, if you're interested in using my exact morning ritual recording, I'm actually going to leave a link for it in the show notes of this episode. And uh, if you want, you can go ahead, find that link. I'll put it temporarily in the um, link in my bio on Instagram as well. So if you're listening to this podcast relatively close to when it was released you should be able to see that link still in my instagram bio if it's not there then find the show notes to this episode usually where you'd find more details about what this episode is about you'll see the link and i will give you my exact morning ritual recording so that you can cleanse your energy open your chakras connect to source protect your energy and ground your energy every single morning in just a few minutes. Let's go to number two, which was also a total game changer for me. And this was shielding your energy. Shielding your energy. It sounds, if you're just hearing this for the first time, it can sound super woo-woo and out there and How does that even work? And that doesn't make any sense. And I'll tell you, don't knock it until you try it. It is awesome, especially when you're going to be going into situations that you know typically drain you of your energy. There is no right or wrong way to shield your energy. You just want to choose a way that works best for you. The way to shield your energy is to visualize a form of repelling low frequencies away from you, low frequency vibrations away from you. This could be a shield of mirrors. So you envision a shield of mirrors all around your body so that anytime someone is projecting something at you that you don't want to take on or is trying to take from you energy that you don't want to give, It is actually just reflected away from you. It's, you know, they cannot penetrate your shield of mirrors. Another shield could be like a zip up sleeping bag. So just envision yourself going down to your toes, zipping up the sleeping bag and zipping it all the way up and around you. And now you have this comfy, cozy shield all around you where Only good, positive energy can flow in and out and anything of a lower frequency can only be repelled. You might also instead visualize a bubble around you, 
And this can be a bubble of golden light. This can be a bubble of white light. It can be a bubble of whatever color you feel. I can also actually see a bubble of like a deep purple would be very powerful as well. And set the intention that love and good vibrations can flow in and out of this bubble freely. But anything of a low frequency or low vibration will only be repelled. So those are just a few examples. Again, there's no right or wrong way. Choose a shield that feels good to you. And I would practice putting that shield on daily when you're doing your morning ritual recording. In fact, if you use my morning ritual recording, it will walk you through shielding your energy automatically. If you're doing it yourself, choose any kind of shield you desire. And I double up on the shield if I'm about to walk into a mall or if I'm about to walk into a doctor's office, or I'm about to walk into a bank or I'm about to walk into a big family gathering or I'm about to walk into a highly populated place, I will then shield my energy again, even if I already did it that morning. If you prefer not to visualize something, you can simply say before you step foot into the mall or to the family gathering or whatever it is, I enter this place with only my own energy and I will leave with all of my own energy and only my own energy. So you can simply make that statement and that will protect you as well, that intention that you set. And you can say these things silently to yourself. You don't have to stand in front of the entrance to your family's home and, and say this out loud to yourself. It can be done silently and, and visualized silently as well. I heard recently that when we shield our energy, it lasts for about 12 hours. So that's why for sure you would want to do it again if you're entering something later on in the day as well. The third and final tip that I want to share with you is about cutting cords. Again, there's no right or wrong way to cut cords. And I really want to emphasize that cutting cords with family members or groups of people or individuals does not mean that you don't care about them. It doesn't mean that you don't love them. And it certainly doesn't mean that you are cutting off the relationship with them. That is not what it means. It simply means you're cutting off the tie to their baggage. So if you have someone in your life who you may not even realize it because maybe they don't ever talk about it and they've buried it, but perhaps they've had trauma in their life or they have a negative money mindset or they have a victim mentality and say it's your sister or your best friend, or your mother, or your aunt, or your grandmother, and you guys have kind of locked cords on one another energetically without even realizing it. It's not something that we do intentionally, usually, um, but perhaps you've connected in this way and um, being in their presence. Maybe they've attached to your energy, you've attached to theirs, so on and so forth. Now they have these connective cords. Um, you can cut these cords in whatever sort of intention or visualization that works for you. Again, it does not mean that you're severing the ties of the relationship or the love between you. It is simply, I am no longer attached to your life's baggage. What's yours is yours and what's mine is mine. 
So you give them back their power and you take back your power. When I first started the practice of cutting cords, I would do it right at the end of my morning ritual recording. So I would listen to my morning ritual recording for a few minutes every morning. And then when it was finished playing, I would just spend another 15 or 20 seconds visualizing any cords coming out of my body that were connected to something outside of myself being completely cut. I picture these big bushwhacking type clippers cutting all of the cords around me. And I may silently say, you know, I'm cutting cords, this person, this person, this person, this person, all of these people, you know, so on and so on and so on. And I picture these cords all around me being cut, 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 cut. I give you back your power and your energy and I take back my power and my energy. What's yours is yours and what's mine is mine. And I would plug my power source into God and into Mother Earth. So into source above me and to Mother Earth below me. That is all that I want to be plugged into. I want to be plugged into source above me and to Mother Earth below me. So I'm connected to source and I'm grounded to Mother Earth. That is it. I don't want any other cords attached to me whatsoever. And so I would regularly cut those every single day with my morning ritual recording until I felt like I didn't need to do that part on a daily basis anymore. So now I just do it in the times where I feel like I need to brush up. I need to refresh and, and cut some cords that maybe have brewed over time. You can feel it when you're starting to feel drained or discontent or, you know, tired after being in someone's presence. These are the times to cut ties. So those are the three spiritual tips for being around family and keeping your energy high. These tools that I mentioned to you, these three tips, I actually love to teach these kinds of tools, especially to the people in my Awakener certification program. Not only so that they can use them for themselves, but so they have more practices and teachings and tools to then go and share with their clients. So if you would love to to learn more about the tools that I use in my everyday life and in growing my business. If you would love to learn them for your own personal benefit or to serve your clients in additional ways, then definitely check out the link in the show notes to this episode or in my bio on Instagram for the Awakeners certification. People who add their name that they would be interested in learning more about the Awakeners certification they receive a heads up before anyone else because it's very limited spacing. They also receive special pricing and bonuses not revealed to the public. So if you'd like to learn some more tools to share with your clients, with your friends and family and loved ones, or simply to use for yourself, make sure you check out the link for the Awakener certification in the show notes of this episode and in the bio of my Instagram, which is jenniferjade underscore success coach. You'll also find the link to the morning ritual recording that I myself personally use. I'm going to give a copy of that to you once you click the link in the show notes to this episode. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. I'll see you in the next episode. That's it for today, my friend. But before you go, I have a request and a surprise for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please let me know and help me spread the love. 
by taking a quick screenshot and tagging me on social media, or by leaving a rating and review on iTunes. The more I know what you're loving, the more I can create what helps you the most. The surprise? I have some free resources to help you along on your soul adventure. Just simply head to jenniferj.com forward slash free gifts or click the link in the show notes right here in iTunes. Thank you so much again for being here. I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you in the next episode.